How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's just jump into today's subject that we're going to be talking about this week, actually, and that is the cannabis industry. I thought it was just natural for me. You know, I went through talking about um, attraction, which was a a big part of my job in communication, segued into my work here in the hospitality industry, and... Part yesterday's podcast, also the podcast before that, talking about self control and how you, if you don't have good self control, this industry is probably not, or like Las Vegas is just in general not a good city for you to move to. And I started to realize that the hospitality industry for me wasn't very conducive towards like my health. It was just in all aspects, it was just not working out. I mean, the only thing that I was benefiting from it, honestly, was financially. But outside of that, it was just detrimental in all aspects. And so I told myself, I was just like, you know, I, I had a great experience. I did really well with it while I was, you know, super engaged and trying to, to maximize my time and, and worth per hour. And I was like, I kind of want to move to something, something different. And so Nevada in 2016, ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher that one. 2017. 2016, I believe it was, um, went from just medicinal to uh, recreational was allowed as well. 2016 or 2017. I think the law passed in 2016, but it didn't like roll out until 2017 or it could have been 2018. I don't know why right now I'm just like brain farting on that. But um, recreational marijuana had been in, you know, been going on for at least like a year or two prior to me getting into it. And I am someone that consumes marijuana. I don't right now just because I told myself that right before my daughter was born. So the month before my daughter was born all the way until like now, and and it's going to continue like this for quite a while. um, I'm not going to be consuming cannabis. And it's just because uh, I just want to be there a hundred percent mentally. And I would, I would always, if something happened, like an emergency needed to happen or something that nature, I would always hate myself for the rest of my life if I wasn't at a proper state of mind to, to do what I needed to do to get my daughter the care that she needs. And so I made that commitment and it wasn't even that difficult for me to, to, to not do it. I've never had a, an addictive personality towards anything, which is just great for me. Um, but I see that the ultimate benefits out of cannabis. And so that's what this week's podcast is going to be all about. It's going to be talking about, um, you know, why you should think about, you know, being a consumer in cannabis, all the different types of cannabis products that you can consume, you know, the, the legalities of cannabis and its history, um, working in the industry, you know, from the different tiers, from working as a bud tender, that's what they're called, the people that vend uh, marijuana to you, to, you know, people that work as, um, that work as cannabis consultants, uh, just like, and growers and people that like actually grow the product itself distributors, like all of that. I'm going to go over that. And then, um, what else can I talk about? And that should be the whole week. I don't think there's anything else I can add on. I should have plenty of guest opportunities for Sunday. Might even have the opportunity to have more than one guest on, which would be super awesome. That would make up for not having a guest in yesterday's podcast. So looking forward to that just because I literally, Right before COVID-19 happened, that was the industry I was working in. 
And so I had been working in that industry for a year and it was just a phenomenal experience. I worked for one of the largest cannabis products in all of North America. Uh, we launched out here in Nevada and uh, I helped, you know, help launch that product here in Nevada. And, and now that product's in Michigan, Oklahoma, Nevada, and it's slowly going to be, you know, infiltrating almost every, every industry where, you know, legal cannabis is allowed. But uh, funny enough, actually, um, I was, my first cannabis experience wasn't until I was 19 years old, I think. And I, for the longest time, was like anti-drugs completely, like all forms of drugs. Like the only one I, I was okay with was alcohol, and that was it. Like marijuana, everything was just bad. And that was just because the way that my mother had raised me. She was a very conservative um Latin woman. And it was just kind of like how it was taught to us. Like, you know, all that stuff is dangerous. Don't ever consume that stuff. And actually my first girlfriend I ever had when I was 18 years old. And I, I talked a little bit about our history in my attraction podcast because it was because of her and how we didn't work out. That's why I got into like, you know, develop self developing and, and changing out of being an introvert to an extrovert. But, um, my, my first girlfriend loved marijuana and, um, she was totally for it. And I never had a problem with her doing it per se. That's a lie. Actually, I had a big problem with her doing it. And a lot of our arguments actually stemmed from that. I think a big portion of why we broke up was because of marijuana. Funny enough, it was like, I, I just couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand the smell of it. I couldn't stand, you know, seeing her do it. And I only tried it once because she tried so hard to like pressure me, pressure me, pressure me into doing it, her and her friends that I tried it and I wasn't going to lie. Like the experience was actually kind of fun, but it was still just like how I was raised and this and, and just the upbringing I had just argued against, like, I should not do this. I should not be doing this. And so I always had arguments with her just about, you know, consuming marijuana. Honestly, if I, if I, didn't have that problem. I think, you know, who knows how long our relationship could have lasted longer. Um, though for the benefit, honestly, I think for the both of us <laughs> and, um, after I broke up with her, I was kind of like doing soul searching and trying to figure myself out. And in my pursuit in like changing, not changing, but improving the, you know, myself and, and, and getting out of the shell of a person that's just like a super sheltered, a big introvert, not willing, not comfortable with being who he is. Um, and honestly, you're going to have to listen to the attraction podcast to just understand the background to that. Um, if you need to just look at the, uh, listen to that first, the first episode in, in week two or week one, sorry. And, um, me like trying to come out of the shell like I, my friend at the time, one of my good friends, he had consumed marijuana all the time. And he was like, Hey dude, do you smoke? And I lied at the time. And I was like, yeah, I smoke. And <laughs> I'll never forget. We were having a game night because we enjoyed playing video games. It was him, his roommate and a whole bunch of his friends. And I went over to his apartment and we were all there. And it was like a group of like six, seven of us. <laughs> and, um, I'm like 20, I'm 21 and a half, like almost 22 and, um, we're like, 
uh, we're all like gaming and stuff like that. And finally they start to like get out their marijuana and they're like rolling it up. And they're asking me like, Hey, can you roll up with this joint? I'm like, uh, I'm actually really bad at this. They were like, Oh, okay, whatever. And they were like, Hey, can you at least like get an apple? And like, um, like turn it into like a, a pipe, you know? And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And they were like, dude, do you smoke? I'm like, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like most of the time. I just normally have like my dealer make it. And I just like made up whatever stupid excuse at the time. And so everyone's like, everyone's taking a hit of this joint where they're like passing around and it gets to me and I'm just like, dude, if you do this, you have to commit to it. And I was like, okay, I, I'm going to commit. And so I take like a two big hits off this joint and pass it, pass it to the next person. And it's hitting me great. You know, it's reminding me of that one only time I had did it, you know, two, three years prior. And I was like, wow, this, you know, this is kind of cool, this experience. And so like the joint was kind of going around and they had multiple joints and I got stoned, so stoned. And, and when I get stoned, I am, I'm already a laughable kind of guy. Like I laugh at almost everything. I find humor in anything. I, I mean, I've got nicknames like Chucklebox, uh, dude, like stop laughing. Your laughter's contagious. Like I haven't done it on this podcast because I just feel like it's weird to, Part of my laughter, I feel like it's just the, the contagiousness of it just comes from like being here with me. <laughs> um, but when I'm high, I, I laugh a lot more. It's just I find everything funny, not just like things that most people find funny. No, I find everything funny. And so I'm just like a fun person to be around when I'm high. I'm never like one of those like weird people. And I love being high too because it allows me, I love being elaborative. Clearly, if, you, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that it's hard for me to not, you know, keep these podcasts going for hours on end. Honestly, like I have to cut them short because I don't want to like make these podcasts three hours long. But like when I get high, I love thinking like philosophically and just like get like delve super deep and like the higher I get, like the more I get to do that kind of stuff. And it's normally like uh, uh, acceptable with other people that are getting high too. They all enjoy doing that. And so it's cool because like I always would love to do that with people, but people just don't want to entertain that. So when people are getting high around me, it's like, okay, cool. Now I can entertain like like deeper conversations because this is like something, this is like a normal thing people do when they're high. So anyways, I get super, super stoned and... I, my friend Andre, he has like, in his like, uh, I'm like, dude, I'm hungry. Everyone's like, they're hungry. They order pizza. And I'm like, dude, I'm really, really hungry. Do you have anything I can snack on? And he was like, yeah, dude, I got these pop tarts, like a box of pop tarts. I was like, great. Dude, I demolished a box of pop tarts by myself. <laughs> uh, it was just the funniest night ever. And then from that point forward, I was like, you know what, dude, I'm just going to smoke whenever it's offered to me, but I'm not going to go buy it. I've never been the type of person that buys weed. Like, even to this day, I, I maybe buy it once in a while, but I don't buy it like people do, like where they have like jars of flour and like, I just like most of the time, it's just like, it's around and I'm always consuming it. But I like the more I've hung around more people nowadays that like smoke it and like now I buy stuff. So now I can offer to people, but before it was like, you know, I don't really do it that much. I'm just going to have it given to me, but I just didn't want to be the type of person that just like felt dependent on spending a lot of their money and drugs, like not even with alcohol. I just didn't want to be that type of person. And, and which is good too, because I think that helps 
maybe maybe that part of that is one of the reasons why it's just it's easy for me not to have an addictive personality of things because I'm not actively buying these things. They're just kind of like I consume them when they're around and if they're free. Um, and so I go with that mentality and it's when I move to like my, like when I move in and live with my, my best friend, that's like when I start to get like into like all forms of cannabis and I'm just like enjoying like all, like pretty much doing it on a daily basis at this point. And, uh, it was super great. We had a, like a super awesome dealer. And again, this is not legal in Florida. And so you shouldn't be doing it. And it w- it was like a situation though. Like if you did get caught, they would just more than likely like make you throw it away. If they did give you a ticket, it would have been like if you had like a ton of it on you, which everyone was smart. They wouldn't do that. But I, I go from that kind of mentality. I go to Colombia. In Colombia, I find like a, a good dealer and I find it like super cheap out there. But you got to be careful because like the laws are obviously completely different in a different country. So I really don't even do it that often. I only do it like once in a while. And I had to like, you just, you don't even know who you could trust out there. It was just like, I just didn't feel comfortable. So like I would only do it if there was like another expat that he got it through a dealer and I was like, okay, can I buy like some from you? He was like, Oh yeah, for sure. Like this stuff is like super cheap out here. And I was like, okay, good, great. Um, but my wife could tell you like, I probably barely consumed it. And if I did, it was only ever at my own residence. Like I barely consumed it out in public. Actually my only bad experience in Colombia, Colombia is such a safe country, but I had one bad experience where I was smoking it with a good friend of mine and we got like, pulled over by motorcycle cops and dude, they were so shady. They like pretty much robbed us. They were like, how much money do you have in your pocket? And we were like this much money. And they were at the, at the time I was like, you know, being like super like, dude, like we're not going to give you anything. Like we, you don't even have proof that we smoked. And like, he went and smelt our hands. He was like, I know you guys smoked. He was like, if I wanted to, I can issue warrants and search your guys' house that you had in, in the city that we were living in at the time in Colombia. And I was like, fuck, dude, like I'm with friends. They're not Colombian citizens. Maybe this can like, who knows what potentially is going to happen to them. And so I kind of just like listened to the cops, but it was weird how they did everything. It was like super shady. Um, come back and move to Las Vegas. And I really don't even get into it too much in Las Vegas. I do it like here and there, like whenever I'm hanging out with friends that have it. But when I was thinking about getting out of the hospitality industry, I was like, you know, what's going to be better for me than, than drinking a ton of alcohol. I was like, if anything, if there's an industry I want to get into and infiltrate and learn a lot about, and I have no problem learning about this industry because I think everyone should consume cannabis, honestly, uh, unless like you really have like some kind of medical condition that does not allow you to con- consume cannabis. I think this world just needs to chill sometimes and needs to just smile and laugh I, I, to this day, do not understand how alcohol can be legal and it's been attributable to more deaths than almost anything else. I think like every manslaughter, like a majority of them has been due to like accidents due to people being drunk, you know, vehicular homicides, you know, drunk people, like spousal abuse. All of this stuff is probably attributable to someone that just like is not, should not be consuming a depressant, especially when they're already depressed. And they're taking that stuff. It's just not good for them. I You rarely hear stories, though, of people that get, like, super high and, like, get into, like, a, a like a strong engagement, like a negative engagement with people. Can it happen? Yes. But is it common? 
No, I mean, really, if it's going to happen, it's because someone really fucked you over and you're like, dude, why'd you do that, man? It's like, it's nowhere near like if you were like drunk, it would be different. Probably even get violent. Um, the the long-term health effects it can have on you are nothing in the scope compared to like um, drinking alcohol. And I mean, smoking is bad. I think in general, just all forms of smoking are are bad for you. But the way I was consuming my cannabis and and actually the company I worked for was an edible company. So I was consuming my cannabis just eating it. And I think that's the probably the healthiest way you can consume cannabis. Some people might argue against me on that. And, and that's why I'll love to have some people on this Sunday as guests so we can like delve further into like the healthy ways of smoking. There are other ways you can do it that are obviously clearly better than than smoking marijuana. But to me, like eating it as an edible felt like the safest approach. Um because it's not my lungs. Your lungs aren't meant to take foreign agents. They're like only supposed to be processing air. That's it. They're not there to be processing smoke. It's my mentality. Like you don't see people like out there inhaling any aspect of smoke on a daily basis. So like clearly if your body's not built to, to do that, you're probably going to have some long-term health effects due to that. And I think a lot of people that did smoke, they're probably having issues right now with COVID-19. Like I, if I got it, I don't think I would have an issue because I just don't smoke anything. Cigarettes are disgusting. People that smoke cigarettes don't make sense to me. Like smoke marijuana. It's like it tastes better, gives you a better feeling, and it's not as addictive as as cigarettes, and it, it's not as expensive, and it's definitely not going to give you the as many forms of cancers potentially as like marijuana might. But you don't hear of like much lethality, like uh, causes of death from just consuming. It's like if you're consuming and you do something stupid, like get into a car and you're super stoned, then sure. But most people just aren't even willing to drive at that point because they're like, damn, I'm super sketched out. Like everything's like freaking them out. So they'd rather just stay inside. Um, You know, when you're super high, like everyone knows like when they're super high. But I, I have met people, including... um. My wife, she only has done it once and she had a horrible experience and she'll never do it again. And, you know, me working in the industry, I, I've been all around it. I'm, I'm more informed now. And I think one of my biggest regrets is that when I d- did it for her, like introducing her to it, I, I should have done it a lot better. I, you know, instead of getting her to smoke it and not gauging it and not giving her the proper dosage for someone that's new to it, I just went in and, and threw it at her like as if, you know, I did it the first time. And not everyone, you know, reacts to cannabis the same way. It's a, it's a proven fact, obviously. Same thing with alcohol. You know, you consume alcohol. Some people can take one beer and be done or a glass of wine and be done. Other people can slam dunk three bottles and like, I'm talking about like wine bottles and, you know, still be kicking it, you know, doing really well. But, um, so yeah, that's what this entire podcast is going to be about. I gave a, a brief history about me getting into cannabis. So I left the hospitality industry I went to working for a company called Fireball Cannabis and uh, it's actually, it was the first liquor brand in the entire world to ever like uh, develop a cannabis product. So Fireball Whiskey, everyone's probably familiar with that. They have a cannabis product, so they make cannabis gummies. And so I am um, one of my good friends is actually one of like the partners for that brand. And so it was great, you know, working alongside him and helping him launch that brand. And so I was like one of the first employees to get hired on. And it was just awesome, just like representing this brand and just promoting it all through Nevada. And just a great experience. And I love the product. I mean, I, I 
consume it all the time. <laughs> um, just not right now. But you know, once my once I'm comfortable, like once my daughter gets through her first year, I think I'll be all comfortable because like all like the scary stuff happens like the first year of a baby's life. After that, it's kind of like okay, I just need to keep an eye on her and help her and train her and raise her properly. Like I'm never gonna get to the point where I'm ever going to be super high like I've done before. But you know, if I'm just like a little blaze, then it's not gonna be a problem. But like the first year, nope, sorry, not gonna not gonna consume at all. But I could talk about it. I have plenty of experience doing it. And like I said, like tons of experience doing all different forms of it. And working in the industry was so awesome because it was the same thing like the hospitality industry. Everyone kind of takes care of each other. Like you give like your product away to some people for free so they could try it out for the first time because cannabis isn't cheap. It's, it, it is expensive. Like, especially if you talk about edibles are not cheap. Um, they're, I think they're the safest way, but the downside to them is that they're also not the cheapest when talking about, the milligrams of cannabis that you're going to get and the doses you get. Um, But working in the industry, you don't really have to deal with that because like we all normally get like, you know, enough free samples that we can give to people and then they can give us free samples of their product. So I've tried almost every big brand going to, I've worked at almost every, I've seen every dispensary in Nevada, which is awesome. And so I've been able to like, you know, try all different forms of product here in Nevada. And, uh, with that experience, honestly, I could just take that with me anywhere in, in the U S and I think cannabis is just going to be the next like big wave. That's just going to any day. Now this conversation is going to happen where it's going to be talked about where it needs to become federally legal. And I'm in a perfect position now where I have experience, you know, launching a huge brand like this and, and helping promote it and be like one of the best promoters that they had. And, learning and, and gaining experience from all the different levels of, of operations in the cannabis industry. And it's just super exciting. Honestly, I can't wait to see just how that industry does, but yep. I just wanted to kind of give an insight on what I'm going to be talking about this week. If you guys ever have any questions about any of this stuff, you can follow me on Instagram at tongues out podcast. You can also reach me at Jason at tongues out podcast.com. It's essentially just a name. If, if it's too much for you to remember, it's just the name of this podcast. So Jason at that and.com or at tongues out podcast. Um, until then though, I will catch all of you manana peace.